Morning. First thing Friday so it's time for fix. My weekly newsletter. This is the audio version, made with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. You can read the original with all the links at addictivelondon.com. Fix February 3rd. AI and search. Search is getting interesting again. I used to cover search quite often in the early days of fix, recently, not so much. But with chat GPT many think Google is vulnerable, some that Google is done. As covered here Google are very involved in AI and I see little they can't respond to, with rumors that their own AI-driven search engine being tested already. But the idea Apple could develop a search engine is threatening. Cutting off the Google option in Safari would damage Google's reach amongst the most valuable customers, albeit saving them the $10 billion they pay Apple each year. And the idea of Bing being supercharged with chat GPT is also a threat. As the FT put it last week a search engine as good as Google Classic, C2010, from Apple or Bing could be a real challenge to Google dominance. But building a search engine isn't easy, Amazon built A9 which still develops the algorithms that drive much of the Amazon platform and is used by retailers like M&S. The search community is currently being kept busy by a huge leak of code from Russian search engine Yandex, hoping to gain more insight into how Google works. Ads dollar. Meta share soared as their numbers beat expectations but there are still issues with ads as this extract from the earnings call transcript shows. In Q4, the total number of ad impressions served across our services increased 23% and the average price per ad decreased 22%. Impression growth was primarily driven by the Asia-Pacific and rest-of-world regions. The year-over-year decline in pricing was primarily driven by strong impression growth, especially from lower monetizing surfaces and regions, lower advertiser demand and foreign currency depreciation. Snap showed similar issues but they don't have the ability to re-engineer their finances in quite the same way as Meta, so shares dropped. One of the reasons for the good performance by Meta is their success with AI, crediting it with making Reels a stronger competitor to TikTok. AdTech The ramifications of the DOJ case against Google are getting people's attention and some form of breakup seems inevitable. The big tech firms who seem the most likely buyers for significant chunks of the Google machine are probably unable to get involved given the interest regulators are showing in AdTech. So a divestment is more likely to be a spin-off to Alphabet shareholders. I suspect this has been well thought through by Google and could happen sooner rather than later. This Wall Street Journal piece is good summary of the issues with plenty of informed comment. Following the French criticism of Apple this is a typically forensic analysis, by Eric Sufert, of the Apple ad stack that can be surmised from that ruling. As the clock runs down on cookies the Google Fledge protocol is getting traction, with more firms experimenting with it and the volume of tests has tripled. Newf. The Barb data now gives us a great view of the UK streaming market. Netflix dominates with 9% of all viewing, trailed by Disney and Amazon with a little over 3% each. The rest of the Avad and Svad players total less than half of 1%. Of course Barb doesn't give us the full picture as it does not measure YouTube. Although that could change, Barb have asked YouTube to apply to join. There have been a few conversations between these two over the years and neither could agree on the tech. Let's hope they can reach agreement this time, as there is no doubt YouTube is a major player. In the US they are bigger than Netflix as demonstrated by this graph shared by a YouTube marketer. HTTPS colon slash slash public dot flourish dot studio slash visualization slash 1153603 slash question mark up underscore campaign equals 60 ec 2 cad 4 f 3 c 6 6 one a 4 cfc and up underscore content equals 63 d 932 d 2 e 3 one box 6a and up underscore medium equals smart share and up underscore source equals LinkedIn.
The ad supported offering from Netflix doubled the number of signups in January, but Netflix didn't give numbers. I think we will see real growth when Netflix start locking people out who are using shared passwords, with the latest tactics being tried in Costa Rica. They establish a primary location and use IP addresses to identify usage from elsewhere. At the same time, they are enhancing the premium package, allowing more devices for downloads, from 4 to 6, and introducing spatial audio. Apple is ignoring some aspects of the traditional TV ad market with the launch of Major League Soccer. No audience guarantees and no sports betting. Last week I mentioned Amazon are to start paying influencers who use their TikTok-like Inspire platform. Now YouTube have launched their scheme to share ad revenues with creators. The terms are not quite as good as those at TikTok or Facebook but the eligibility criteria are lower with YouTube. Merchant Andrew Lipsman is one of the most prolific commentators on this space and this interview with him is an interesting top line. Headlined Retail Media 101, why it's better than search here he is talking about why it's getting interesting. First, retail media is moving up the funnel, particularly into streaming TV. It's all about that first-party data and how it's used. Amazon is obviously doing a lot in streaming TV, particularly with the Thursday night football and the NFL game. It's an absolute game-changer for how we think about TV advertising. Second, in-store attribution data completes the return on ad spending picture for brands. And finally, it will prove that physical stores are the next major media channel. The new path to purchase research shows retail media gaining acceptance, the proportion saying it's a simple money grab for the retailer declined from 33% to 20%. Respondents also rate each of the big players across a number of criteria with Kroger, Amazon and Walmart all doing well. The Pitchview report on ad performance across Amazon, Walmart and Instacart has lots of data, with them finding that spending is growing fast. Given how nascent C-sector is, despite all the hype, research is inevitably small-scale and is indicative rather than fact. A good piece from Shop Talk quotes a Coke exec on an issue we are coming up against, who should be running merchant media programs. We believe that brand, rather than trade marketing teams, should own the retail media relationship, he said. We're mindful, though, that there's a real chance our commercial team can be unsighted which is increasingly problematic if the engagements form part of the joint business plan. The piece also raises the importance of in-store, reflecting a conversation I had this week, talking about the new 80-20 rule. Generally 20%-ish of any market is online and 80% is offline. Increasingly getting the most from the 80% is where the opportunity is. Using the glass doors of freezer cabinets as screens is growing fast and there is some. Video here. The fashion world is also trying to solve for the 80% and the new Zara store at Battersea has the latest tech. I've been talking a lot about how the e-commerce shopper experience needs to improve if we are to grow the channel. Great retail is about experience, yet most e-commerce stores have the same functional feel and structure. But innovation in IRL stores is getting quite standardized too. A piece on shoppy shops in New York resonates with this Hackney resident. As the sector grows and more retailers see the opportunity, the lack of standards and common practice is starting to worry brands. Unilever are calling for standards across measurement and I expect others to join this call. A fixed friend at Perpetua Labs has written a great piece on buy with Prime from Amazon. Adam is pretty positive about this new product, though tempering that enthusiasm to recognize the threat from Shopify. McKinsey have a good retail case study, looking at how Warehouse, a major New Zealand retailer, reinvented itself around customer satisfaction. Has Amazon given up on grocery? Amongst all the news of tech cutbacks we heard how Amazon was cutting back on projects like Alexa that had not met expectations. Despite all the energy and innovation around grocery and fast last mile, Amazon efforts seem a little half-hearted.
Now they have increased the threshold for free grocery delivery in the U.S. to $150, a huge increase on the previous $35. We're introducing a service fee on some Amazon Fresh delivery orders to help keep prices low in our online and physical grocery stores as we better cover grocery delivery costs and continue to enable offering a consistent, fast, and high-quality delivery experience, an Amazon spokesperson said in an email. We will continue to offer convenient two-hour delivery windows for all orders, and customers in some areas will be able to select a longer delivery window for a reduced fee. With the rollout of Amazon grocery stores on hold it would seem there is some rethinking going on. Whilst it seems like the perfect extension of the Amazon model, the logistics are totally different. I can't see Amazon giving up on grocery but can they be happy to be a bit player? Aldi, Target, Amazon lead with fastest-growing private label brands, numerator reports. CSC Generation is a billion-dollar home brand. Why haven't you heard of it? Plus plus. HTTPS colon slash slash twitter.com slash mat underscore gray underscore slash status slash 16156981601096253445. Thread on ways to save thousands of marketing hours. The generative AI revolution is creating the next phase of autonomous enterprise. Brand building ads boost short-term sales, and now you can prove it marketing week. Yes, but done properly performance ads build brand. Instagram's co-founders are mounting a comeback. TikTok's Inshitification, January 21, 2023, dash pluralistic, daily links from Cory Doctorow. Marketers predict programmatic advertising spend in podcasts to triple by 2027, a cast. Spotify's future isn't exclusive podcasts. It's advertising. Diageo commits to strong marketing investment as efficiency improves. Americans are gobbling up takeout food. Restaurants bet that won't change. Wall Street Journal.